Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 15 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast, why a retail loyalty program is valuable. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. You all probably know by now that I like to start off with a shopkeeper shout out, and I wish I knew the name and shop of this shopkeeper, but they left a five-star review and their Apple username, I think is Kimbroider LT, maybe? But they titled the review, Sigh of Relief. And the reviewer said, Kathy's podcast is everything I've been looking for. Real talk, real solutions. She projects it in a way that makes me feel capable of taking on all the parts of a business that overwhelm me to the point of shutdown. I am a creative and need these guides to be successful and comfortable at the end of the day. I have already set three goals for the year that came from hearing these episodes. Looking forward to joining the Blooming Shopkeepers Learning Lab in the near future. Keep it up. So if you left this review and you're listening, please send me a message on Facebook or Instagram. I would love to mention and link your shop in a future episode because I appreciate this review so much. Knowing that I'm alleviating some pain points for so many of you is such a compliment. So thank you. I really appreciate it and I appreciate the review. So speaking of blooming shopkeepers, this is now one of three levels of communities in the Shopkeepers Academy. And I just want to mention the three levels today because I want to clarify what the three levels are. I've been getting some questions about this. So level one is Savvy Shopkeepers. That's the free Facebook group and it's open to all types of shopkeepers. This comes with access to lots of free resources, lessons, templates, and downloadable PDF files. You do need to sign up for my weekly newsletter to get access. Otherwise, yes, it's all free. The free group and the free resources in the academy. The next level is Blooming Shopkeepers. It's a yearly subscription, also open to all types of shopkeepers, but these particular members get access to the Blooming Shopkeepers private Facebook group and they have access to a learning lab filled with lessons, videos, downloads, workbooks, and we're doing quarterly hot seat coaching calls in the group. And those have been fun. I'm really looking forward to doing more of those in there, where I actually coach someone live in front of other group members on a video call. And then the last group in the highest level is level three. It's master shopkeepers. This is specifically for brick and mortar store owners. And it's for brick and mortar store owners who want to level up. This group is a monthly paid membership. These are women who are willing to show up consistently and do the work. We do so much in this group that I don't have time to mention it all, but you can get info on each level I mentioned at shopkeepersacademy.com. That's shopkeepersacademy.com. That's where you'll get information on on all of the groups I mentioned. So now let's get going on episode 15 so we can talk all about loyalty programs. This conversation comes up often in, in our Facebook communities, and I think it's important to talk about why these programs are so beneficial. So have you ever heard that it costs a lot less to keep existing customers than to earn new ones? Well, it's true, and that's why loyalty programs can be so effective. 
Once you get someone to purchase something from your store or online shop, you should do everything you can to get them to return. So remember in episode 12, Social Media Ads 101, when I talked about a cold, warm, and hot audience? Well, someone who makes a purchase in your store or online shop is considered a hot lead. They are familiar with you, you've identified that they like you, they like what you offer, and or they like your shop or they like to shop with you. So you don't want to to turn a hot lead into a cold one. And a great way to avoid this is to make an effort to get them to return and keep them at that hot, you know, quote unquote, hot status. So let's start off with what is a loyalty program? To describe it, it's really pretty simple. A loyalty program is a way to encourage customers to continue to shop with you. However, designing an effective loyalty program takes some forethought and planning. It isn't a one-size-fits-all kind of program. Not all retail businesses, and I should add too here that it doesn't have to be a brick-and-mortar store that implements a loyalty program. There can be loyalty programs for online shop owners, e-commerce businesses, um, makers that attend markets or sell through their own website. You can implement this um, no matter what kind of retail business you have. I also want you to realize that this is actually part of your marketing tool belt. It is a marketing strategy, and marketing should never feel spammy to you. If it does, you might be going about it the wrong way, but I think that's going to be a conversation for another episode. So let's get started. First, I want to talk about why you should set up a loyalty program. Well, the first is customers are statistically known to spend more when retailers offer loyalty programs. The second, a loyalty program incentivizes customers to return. And number three is you should reward great customers. Oftentimes, it's the loyal and returning customers that generate a substantial portion of sales for independent retailers. So a loyalty program is a great way to say thank you. Examples of loyalty programs you probably use could be with your local grocery store, Target's Red Card. That's another example of a popular one. But the most well-known example is Starbucks. After a certain number of purchases, you earn a free drink. On your birthday, you earn a free drink. And with as pricey as their drinks are, who wouldn't want to earn a free drink, right? And I should probably add here that Starbucks is not sponsoring this episode (laughs) since I'm talking about their pricey drinks. Now, Starbucks' program is actually set up with a really convenient app. And although most independent retailers can afford to have an app developed, there are many ways to implement a program. So I'm going to move on to the next point in this episode, and that's what goes into planning your loyalty program. There's probably more that goes into this than most people would realize, but I'll quickly talk about a few things you should consider while you're planning your your program. The first is knowing your ideal customer. This can be extremely helpful. If you listen to episode nine, how well do you know your retail customer? This is a really good place to start. If you know them well, then you'll know what kind of reward they'll appreciate. Next is knowing what products sell well in your store and why. And after that, knowing your customers' buying and spending habits. That's another good thing that you should know when you're planning this out. Next, you should be setting goals. Why do you want to set this up? Do you want your loyal customers to spend more? Do you want that one-time customer to return again? Do you want the benefits of collecting their information? Maybe it's because you provide a valuable newsletter. 
and you know they would appreciate it. So you'd love to reach out to them via email. And if they sign up for the loyalty program, they're also signing up for your email list. And then the last thing you need to think about is the type of program you want to offer. So is it quantity-based? Is it points-based? Is it dollars spent? And this will really differ based on your, your type of store. So for instance, a coffee or cupcake shop might base their rewards on quantity. Buy six, get one free. But a gift shop might base their program on dollar amount. Spend $25, get one point. Then after eight points, the customer will earn 10% off their next purchase. The possibilities are endless. I'm sure you can imagine. I'm proud to say Doris is the sponsor of this season of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. If you aren't familiar with Doris, they are a premier distributor in the arts and crafts industry, but they are so much more than arts and crafts. They have on-trend home decor items, bridal, garden, gifts, and some great items for creating beautiful store and booth displays. Not only that, Doris has a fantastic blog that includes categories for both makers and brick and mortar businesses. As an independent retail store owner myself, it's really nice to know that we can place a minimum order for only $75. You don't hear that very often. Doris has an exclusive offer for Savvy Shopkeeper listeners. Use promo code SHOP20, that's S-H-O-P-20, at checkout for 20% off your order. Offer valid through December 31st, 2020. Visit Doris.com, that's D as in David, A-R-I-C-E.com, Doris.com, to check out everything they have to offer. And then the next thing I want to talk about is how do you set up a loyalty program? I think a lot of shopkeepers in the group, they understand the concept. They understand that they should probably be using this in their businesses, but they don't know what the next step is. So I thought I'd mention a few a few ways on how you can actually set the program up for yourself. So even with all the different point of sale systems and software programs these days, I also understand that independent retailers have a variety of skill sets and preferences when it comes to technology. I see this firsthand in savvy shopkeepers. Some prefer pen and paper order forms. Some prefer spreadsheets over bookkeeping software. And obviously, I'm not talking about loyalty programs here. Some prefer a manual cash register over Square or Shopify. But really, what I'm trying to convey here is every shopkeeper seems to be different, and they all have different levels of comfort around technology. And I get it. So when I'm talking about how to set up the system, I want to cover a variety of ways for the person that doesn't like technology or is afraid of technology all the way to the person who embraces it or might have a bigger budget. So the first way you can set up a loyalty program is with a DIY card, an actual physical paper card. You can design your own card and print it yourself on cardstock. You can probably do this in a Word document or PowerPoint But I now offer a free Canva template in level one. It's the free resources area of the Shopkeepers Academy. And just note that whenever I offer a free Canva template, and Canva is a design software that is also free, there is a paid version, and I've talked about Canva before. It's C-A-N-V-A. I simply ask that you make a copy of the template first and save it to your own account. Otherwise, you're changing the design of the template for any future users. If you do choose to grab the template, you'll see instructions on how to do this. Just please make and save the copy to your account first. 
Unfortunately, I had to end a free offer on a template in a blog post once because so many people were finding it. They were finding my blog post and they were getting the free template, but then they were editing the original copy and it just became too much to manage. I had to constantly go into Canva and fix it and I discontinued the free offer and I don't want to do that again. So just make sure you make a copy and save it to your account. Okay, I'm done with that. So the next way that you can implement a program is a loyalty program is with your point of sale system. So there are lots of current point of sale systems that offer a digital rewards program. Most often it's a paid service or an add-on. So for example, if you use Square and we use Square in our store, you can set this up in their system and you can base it on dollar values or points, but Square tracks all of the information in the point of sale system using the customer's cell phone number and it updates the customer via text with their points information after each transaction. It even sends the customer a reminder to let them know when their points are expiring. Now the price of this service depends on the volume of customers who actually sign up and use the program. I'm sure every system is different, but with Square, it was really easy to set up and there's very little maintenance since the system does the bulk of the legwork. Now this service probably runs, I'm guessing anywhere between $25 and $75 for the small independent retail business. Um, and it probably, it might even go higher depending on the volume your store generates in sales. But I just thought I'd kind of give an idea of a price because I know sometimes when I talk about these additional services, I wonder if some shopkeepers think that it's not within their reach. So I just thought I'd mention that it could be an affordable tool for you. Okay, so the next way is an app or plugin that you can add to your point of sale system. And I know this sounds really similar to what I just talked about, but there are point of sale systems like Shopify that offer additional apps and they provide additional services to what the basic point of sale system offers. And there are lots of free apps, but many of the apps come at a price. And I know this is also something that the shopkeepers in the group talk about because the people with Shopify, they tend to need additional apps to really make their point of sale system robust. But I'm mentioning this because there are apps in Shopify that you can add to your point of sale system that would set up the loyalty program for you. And then the last way is to hire a marketing company. I want to add that none of the companies, Square, Shopify, None of these companies that I'm mentioning are sponsoring this episode, but I always think it's important to share examples with you. So another way to offer a loyalty program is to hire a marketing company to handle it for you. Beth Pressure of Grit and Grace Marketing, she taught an email marketing masterclass in Master Shopkeepers, and I know she now offers a loyalty program service. And I'm not completely familiar with it, but let's say your store is in the mid to high six-figure sales range, or maybe you're a seven-figure sales range. Delegating something like this and paying for the service might make sense for you and your business. You have the budget for it. It's important. It generates a good amount of additional sales for you by having the loyalty program in place. So let's say you're paying $125 for the monthly service. It could be well worth that $125 a month. But I'll link Beth's company in the show notes since I'm mentioning it. And um, she was really generous with her time teaching a class in Master Shopkeepers. So 
It does take a little bit of work to create an effective loyalty program. However, all the legwork will be well worth it when you retain your most loyal customers, you attract new ones, and you bring those back who just make that one purchase and might not have returned. With a well-developed loyalty program, everybody wins. You gain invaluable insights that help you enhance your marketing strategy, and your customers have a great reason to remain loyal to your business. I'll be going into much more detail about the what and how of a loyalty program in a lesson series later this summer in the Learning Lab in the Shopkeepers Academy, and that's members of Blooming Shopkeepers and Master Shopkeepers who get access to that Learning Lab. But for now, my intention for this episode is to educate you about loyalty programs and why they are valuable. By the way, the Shopkeepers Academy got a recent makeover, and this leads me to one more thing that I want to mention to all of you, because I know this will resonate with lots of you out there. Progress over perfection. I recently mentioned the Academy's makeover in the Shopkeepers group, and I reminded group members to just move forward with projects. So what I mean by this is when I first launched the Academy, it was a new platform My design skills on that platform weren't quite professional or to the level that I wanted them to be. I could have waited to hire a designer, but I didn't have the budget for it. I was ready to provide value and help shopkeepers, so I went with what I had at the time, which was a DIY version, and it wasn't the prettiest thing. But I'm so glad I did. It was acceptable, and I knew it wasn't pretty because of the feedback I was getting from group members who generously became test users at the time when I first launched it. It could have kept me from opening the Academy, but I'm so glad I didn't because I keep hearing from members who are grateful for everything the Academy offers. Yes, it's still a work in progress, and I'm guessing it will always be a work in progress because my mission is to constantly provide members with valuable and helpful information. But all of that to say, progress is always better than perfection. If there's something you've been wanting to start or launch as part of your retail business, but budget or perfection are holding you back, I just want you to move on it. The DIY loyalty card is a great example of this. If you can't afford to pay for the additional service in your point of sale system, or you can't afford to hire a marketing company to do it for you, Make and print your own cards. Your customers will appreciate it. Trust me. I know plenty of shopkeepers in our communities who use a paper card system, and it works. It's still effective. So just move forward with that or any other project that you've been kind of holding back on because it's not quote-unquote perfect. So if you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 15. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 15. And if you ever listen to an episode and feel it could help a friend or someone you know, please share it. It's simple to share. You can just share the link. Also, someone recently asked how to leave a review on Spotify. And unfortunately, it looks like ratings and reviews have to be left on the iTunes platform. So I'll link that in the show notes. If these episodes have been helpful to you and you've been wondering where you can leave a review or a rating, it looks like you need to do it in iTunes. So again, I'll share the link in the show notes and please take a minute to leave a review. I always, always appreciate it. I hope if you listen to these episodes, you you know and you can tell when I do the shout out at the beginning of the episode how much I appreciate it. So until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.